If you've ever wondered, could I get paid for what I really love to do each and every day? Well, the simple answer is yes, and I'm going to lay out some simple framework for turning your passions into profits on this episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Do you ever feel like you were made for more and you just don't know what this looks like yet? My name is Jordan Ulrich, and I've made it my mission to help people just like you align with your inner genius, lead a fulfilling life on your terms, and facilitate true transformation from the inside out. Authentic Success is here to challenge you, inspire you, and bring you actionable strategies for stepping into the highest version of yourself from some of the world's greatest minds. You were put here with a unique purpose. It's time that we discover it and bring it to life. This is the Authentic Success Podcast. Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. My name is Jordan Ulrich. It is a beautiful Monday morning. Uh, I'm sitting here with a warm cup of coffee and I'm so excited to talk about today's topic because it's one that comes up in conversation quite a bit and it's exactly this. Is it possible to do what you love and get paid? Well, I think that there's a lot of um, kind of speculation around this where a lot of people think that that sounds just too good to be true, but you look at some of the wealthiest people in the world. I mean, I listened to an interview with Ray Dalio, one of the greatest hedge fund investors that's ever lived, um, manages more money than anybody in the world, interviewing with Jay-Z. And one of the interesting things that him and Jay-Z said was, you know what, the thing that we share in common is that neither of us worked for money. We worked because we did what we love to do. Think about the wealth that has been amassed from both of them on a monetary standpoint, but it's interesting their perspective on why they did what they do. When you look at some of the people, be it athletes or musicians or artists, that you know they're kind of indifferent to money because they have so much of it because their focus wasn't on money. It was focused on doing what they were naturally gifted at every single day. And if you're listening to this, I don't care who you are or where you are, where you've been, what your background is like, there is something that you are gifted at, that you're passionate about, that people will pay you for. Now, before we get into this, since our lives are based on beliefs, beliefs are the things that we feel a sense of certainty about in our body, we think them to be true in our day-to-day reality, what I want you to ask yourself is what do you believe about money and how it needs to be made? Because if we have a belief standing in the way that is like, I need a job to make money, or it's hard to make money, or I can't make money doing something that I like to do, that belief is living in the subconscious mind, and it's actually going to override your conscious desires to do what you love and get paid for it. So think of money like this. Money is just a result of value. Money is a byproduct, right? It's not something that we should go around chasing. It's something that comes naturally when we're adding value to the lives of other people. So you might have heard the term, do what you love and the money will come. And I would say yes, but I would add something in there that says do what you love that adds value to other people and the money will come. For example, I really love uh, reading books, but if I spent every single day reading books and reading books and reading books and never communicated any of the knowledge I learned from some of the books, I probably wouldn't make very much money because nobody would know who I was and I wasn't adding anything, any value to their lives, right? So if you want to make money, then take your focus off of making money. Start putting it into being of service of others, serving other people, educating and adding value to the lives of other people and money becomes a very natural byproduct. If you want to make more money, help more people. When I started out 
in my career in fly fishing, which I had for 12 full years, I was told at a young age from my parents, just follow what you love to do. And while all my friends were going off to business school, they were off to get their MBAs, they were off to do all these different things, here I was, 17 years old, making minimum wage at a fly shop, working retail, learning sales, and selling physical products in a retail store. Now at the time, when I was 17 years old, this was the dream for me. This was absolutely what I loved to do. And then the script flipped a little bit when I got to uh, facilitate or, or help out with my first guided fishing trip. This opened my eyes to the idea that I could be on the water with people and I could get paid for it. This was a crazy, crazy concept for me. And I think with my tip at the time, I was maybe 18 or 19 years old, and I think with my tip at the time, I had, uh, I had made about $200 that day, which to me was just groundbreaking. I couldn't believe that, I mean, I would have paid $200 to get to do what I went and did, and I knew that that was the next step in my career. So I started to shift from uh, working in the retail store to helping out with more of the guided trips and facilitated you know, more guided fishing trips. And, you know, I always dabbled with different things throughout my career. I dabbled with a bunch of different jobs, a few different, you know, a few different careers and, and stuff like that on the side. But my love for fly fishing never really waned. And then I decided I wanted to take guiding more seriously. So I went away and worked. I would work for 135 consecutive days at a fishing lodge in a remote area. Now, this was really fun for me because I was on the water every single day. This was the dream for me. This was everything that I wanted at the time. I did this for a few years, and then I found out I was going to be a dad. Now, when I found out I was going to be a dad in 2017, I knew that things were going to have to change for me. That's when I decided to start my own business. My first business I started in late October of 2017, and I can definitely remember the moment that I woke up, 6 o'clock in the morning, I opened my laptop. I punched in the Google search bar, how to start a business. This was a very confusing time for me. I had no previous business training. And what I decided was that I was going to have an offline business that operated guiding, guided fishing trips. Now, here's the thing that I want you to know about monetizing what you're passionate about. The first thing is that you don't have to monetize everything you're passionate about. I really love golfing, but I'll probably never monetize my love for golf. I almost went to play golf um, uh, post-secondary, but I didn't quite have the grades for it. And you know what? At this point in my life, I really, really love golfing, but I'll probably never turn it into a stream of income, nor do I really want to. Now, the second thing is just because you're passionate about something does not mean that you are good at business. This was the hole that I got myself into. I knew that I was a great fishing guide and I knew what I was doing on the water, but I had a whole lot and still have a whole lot to learn about the business aspect of things. Businesses run on money, so you have to learn to get good at making money, managing money, and reinvesting this cash flow to keep your business going. I didn't know any of this, so I started an offline business offering guided fishing trips. This was really fun. I started to pull clients from the United States, from Europe, from across Canada. And it was amazing to see something that I had just taken as an idea and turned it into a real business. Now, I never made a ton of money doing it, but it was a great learning experience. Then when COVID started, I knew that I had to shift from offline to online. Now, this is another huge learning curve, 
But over the course of a 12-day span from really when the lockdown started, I had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew that the borders weren't going to open anytime soon, nor were we going to be having any close contact. I had to learn how the online business game worked. Now, I had very little training in this. I had sold an ebook for $10 per copy, and you know, I'd made some money doing it, but it was it was that was my introduction to selling online products. And prior to that, I had also had uh, an online fly tying course that I had sold for $97. Now, uh, I do remember, though, the eye-opening experience one time, uh, late 2019, of pre-selling my fly tying course while I was cooking breakfast in my pajamas and making over $1,000 in 20 minutes with pre-sales into my course. It absolutely blew my mind, and it showed me that online business was possible. So thankfully, I had a little bit of experience, not much, just enough to have an idea around what I wanted to do when COVID started and my offline business started to take a bit of a nosedive. In a 12-day span, I went from having no email list to partnering with a friend of mine, and ultimately, we ended up doing over $30,000 in sales in five days that we were going to teach a 21-day program about fly fishing over Zoom while everybody was locked in their house. Another eye-opening experience that I could do more of what I love to do and create money from it. I ended up leaving my offline business and handing it over um, to a couple partners of mine because I really became interested in the online aspect of things. Now on the side, I had run a coaching business since 2019 because I was really, really interested in the mind, the body, energy, all these different things that I focus a lot of my attention on now. But what I want you to know across this story is that there are different stages of monetizing what you're passionate about, and what you're passionate about can change. I eventually had just hit a point where fly fishing, you know, I knew that there were things that became my life's work that I wanted to do even more, and it's okay to let go of certain things to move in a new direction. This doesn't mean starting a new business every single week when the other one doesn't work out. That's what we call shiny object syndrome, right? But what I did know at the time was that it was okay to take something I was passionate about and keep following it, which is exactly what I do right now, sitting here, talking into this microphone, sharing my story and helping inspire other people to live their greatest version of whatever their version of success looks like to them. So determine both what it is that you love to do along with how you can serve and add value to the lives of other people. If you love golf, you could be a golf coach. If you love fishing, well, obviously you could be a fishing guide. If you love cooking, you could have a YouTube channel and some cooking courses or recipe books. I know people that make millions of dollars doing this. If you love horseback riding, you could teach people how to do that. If you're a musician, well, it's very obvious that you can make money selling your music to other people or doing live or virtual performances. Whatever you're interested in, other people are interested in it too. Now, you don't have to be a renowned expert at this, and what we come up against a lot is something called imposter syndrome, where we feel like we're a total fraud and that we're going to be found out because we're just not smart enough or good enough to be teaching on these topics. But this is a little trick that the ego plays, and what I want you to know is you just have to be 10% ahead of the people that you want to teach. Very important, right? 10% ahead of the people that you want to teach. Now, a lot of times, too, when we go to think about starting a business around what we're passionate about, we think only about income goals. And I want you to have income goals, but I also want you to have something that I call lifestyle goals. 
lifestyle goals are much more meaningful because what they're doing is they're looking at your life from a top to bottom perspective, right? They're not just looking at it from how much money can I make. They can, they're looking at it from how do I want to live my life. A great book to get you started in the right direction on this would be Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Workweek. It's one of my favorite books and something that opened up my eyes to the idea that it probably, A, doesn't cost that much money to live the life that you really want to live, but B, there's so many ways of automating your income, and that's one of my favorite things I love to teach my clients is how to automate and streamline and diversify their income, right, so that the money comes in even when they're not working. So... Again, you don't have to be a world-renowned expert. You just have to be slightly ahead of the people you want to teach. Now, here's an important few questions to ask yourself. What do people come to you for advice for? What do people come to you and ask you for advice on that you might not even notice how smart you actually are in this area? Another question would be, what can I wake up doing every single day and not feel like it's strenuous work? This doesn't mean things are always going to be perfect, and that's something I want you to understand. Since my business journey, I've not gone back to having a job since 2017, but it doesn't mean that things have always been smooth. Things have been very, very challenging at some times, and don't expect that just because you're doing what you like to do for a living means that things are always going to be perfect, because I promise you they're not. And in fact, you, in the world of entrepreneurship, you know, we're deciding to climb a mountain that really has no peak. So it's important to understand that things are not, you know, there's always going to be another level. There's always going to be lessons to learn, right? There's a great saying that says new levels, new, new devils. So anytime you make a leap in your business, there's going to be new challenges that you're going to come up against and the challenges never stop. But look at challenges like a game. They're just something that you have to figure out. There's a problem, which is where you are now. There are some steps you need to take in between and then there's a desired end result. Keep that end result in mind. If you want to build the greatest online horseback riding school and you want to serve 2 million people a year, then do that, right? Start with the big picture in mind. Now, a couple more questions before I leave you today that I would say you have to ask yourself is this, who do I want to serve and how do I want to serve them? Knowing who you want to serve is called your customer avatar. You need to know who your customer avatar is. This is a huge step that people miss when they look at starting a business. They just think from the perspective, oh, this is what I do and I think it's really cool. And that's great, but you have to understand who you're serving, right? Who do I want to serve? How do I want to serve them? Now, the next thing I would look at too is, and understand too that doing what you love to do for a living doesn't have to always be in business. This could be working for someone else, right? If you love surfboards, well, it might just mean designing surfboards for a big surfboard company. So think about this, right? We have online and offline business. Now, I've had both, and here's what I would say is that online businesses are very advantageous because a lot of times what you're doing is you're taking your intellectual capital and you're monetizing it, right? You're taking your intellectual capital and you're turning it into profit. And this is because you know things that other people don't know, and they're either gonna spend time, which is finite, figuring it out on their own, or they're going to spend money, which is infinite, figuring it out faster from somebody who is where they want to be. So for example, somebody comes to me and they say, I want to learn how to build my first online course. I could say, great. I've done that many, many times. They say, well, how? I say, well, you pay me and I'll teach you, right? It's very, very simple. And in the coaching world, that's a lot of it is how it works, right? You're just taking things that you know and you're monetizing them. It's very, very simple. 
Okay. Now the other thing I'd ask yourself too is is there is there a demand for what I know? Right? The greater the demand for what you know, the more money you're going to make. The more sought after your specialized knowledge is, the easier it's going to be for you to make money. So this is really, really not that hard when we look at it, but we have to look at the online versus offline business realm. Which one is yours going to be? Understand that typically with offline business, if I were to start a fishing store versus sell online fishing courses at the time, for example, I would have probably needed two and a half to three million dollars just to get started with a, you know, the odds were not stacked in my favor of having a business that survives over the 10 year period. But an online business, very, very low downside, which means not very much risk. If it doesn't work out, you can simply just shut it down, right? And very high potential for upside because online products are very, very profitable. They're unbelievably profitable because when I build an online course, or I facilitate a workshop or anything along those lines, once it's done, it doesn't make a difference whether I sell it to one person, a thousand people, 10,000 people, a hundred or a hundred thousand or a million people. My cost of delivery is essentially zero. I'm just taking what I know in my brain and turning it into money. So I hope that this is helpful for you and eye-opening that yes, you can do what you love to do every single day and get paid for it and have free time and just have a life that you are in love with. That's exactly how I feel every single time I turn on this microphone. So the last two things that you need are traffic and conversions. Okay. One, you need people going to your pages. Two, you need to know how to convert those people into money. Now, I'm not going to go into it on this episode, but what I would invite you to join me in is something called the Thrive Intensive. Thrive Intensive is a two-hour deep dive on how to turn what you love into what you do with an online business. This is such a beautiful thing, and it's one of my favorite topics to teach people. We talk about everything from how our belief systems and the subconscious mind are what's really holding us back from getting started to how to generate leads, how to build your first course, how to set up a really simple sales funnel, and even a roadmap to your first $10,000 month. $10,000 month might sound big, and then you have a $10,000 day, and you're like, whoa, what is the limit here? Like, how much more fun and abundance could I create inside of my business? So you can go to jordanolrich.com forward slash business and start unlocking the next chapter of your life today. I hope that this is valuable for you and I hope that this adds value to your life, whether you're driving to your job right now or you're sitting at home with your favorite book, having a cup of coffee. I hope that this opened your eyes and inspired you to take some action towards the life that you know you want, you know that you deserve because you are worthy and capable of bringing it to life. And the fun thing is it can happen very, very quickly. That's all I have for today, and I really look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Authentic Success Podcast. Again, you can join me in the Thrive Intensive at jordanolrich.com forward slash business. I will leave a link in the show notes. Thank you so much, and have a great rest of your week. Let me ask you a question. How often do you deal with things like stress, anxiety, fear, and negative emotion? Do you spend more time in a state of worry than you do a state of happiness, abundance, joy, and excitement? Negative emotions are something that come to all of us, but when they start to become a regular way of living and we don't have the tools to shift them quickly, they start to take a toll on the quality of our lives. 
The quality of our life is really the quality of the emotions that we feel on a day-to-day -day basis. If you want to learn how to create a rapid and lasting change in your emotional states, the Energy of Alignment program is a 30-day journey to learning to rewire your brain, access your body's energy, and hit the reset button on your nervous system so that you can start to live the life that you want and the life you deserve from the inside out. Go to jordanolrich.com forward slash alignment and start your journey of true, lasting transformation. I promise you, your future self will thank you for this many, many, many times over.